Rigatenia Mergoto, Ergato, Africato, Elepro Osatalia, La Macato, Sapania, Nosta, Afretta, Frecataminota, Efrecataminata, Pro Ostefa, O Fretum is the far, Elipro Ostefem to Carpafata, Afretta Mefa, across the Fort of Fafa, Efronta Mefa, Elicastofre Mostafa, Efratos to Pantilus to come to Sefa, Elipra Hoste Bash de Vata, Morgata, Murgata. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For I have come. I have come to give light. To give light for eyes to see far. For yet you so frahantila poskotonia neshtiba le prostikata alipepe tostovrataliga mestu for to change your light. For to change light. For to change light. And to change eyes. To change light and to change eyes, to change light, to change light and to change eyes. For yet you have been using a light that makes you see within this present world, that makes you live and define your life and everything within this present world. For yet I have said, I am giving eyes that you may see far, that you may see far. For the light is coming from a far life, from a far life. A far light is shining. A far light is shining. I want you to see for i've come to make you see to see where i want to bring you to to see where i want to bring you to to see where i want to take you to it is my life it is my life i have brought you le prostegata falese protesate le pretenita i want you to begin to see afar off to begin to see afar off for to begin to see afar off for you are short sighted but i am come to change your sight 
that you will see beyond this present world. You will see beyond this present world. I want to bring you even into my mansion, even into my house. I where I am, where I am with my father. I want to bring you to that place, to that place. But as far as your eyes can see, you can become. As far as your eyes can see, you can become. So I bring you light that you may see far, that you may see far. I bring you light. For I have said, as far as you can see, as far as you can become, I bring light from a far place that you may see far and you may come far, says the Spirit of the Lord. as I come, I come with many, 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 many with me come, many with me come to your mister. Many with me have come even into your midst today. Many with me have come. Even I, Jesus, the chief in the cloud, has come with many, many cloud of witnesses into your midst. Into your midst, the bearers of witness, those who have become witness, who bear my record, have come with them. I've come with them for even to witness, uh, to witness unto you that you may bear record with us even as we bear record. I have come, I've come, I've come that you may become bearers of my record, bearers and carriers of my record. We've come, I've come with my host, I've come with my host, and I've come with cloud of witnesses, even those that I told, that I told that they would witness unto me in all nations of the earth. I've come that they may raise many, many, many more witnesses unto me. That's le grita, that for it will come to pass that the most that I will be witnessed in all nations of the earth, in all corners and nooks and crannies of the surface of the earth, I will be witnessed. And there will be those that will bear record of me as I bear record, as even those who have, bear, have borne my record will bear my record. You will come and bear my record. For we've come to witness, to witness, to witness the life, to witness the record to you 
that you may hold and have the record, that you may hold and have the record that we have come to build, to build, to build, to build. Let us have our, let's least allow me, allow me to have a hand in the building, to raise the building after the pattern in which I was raised. I've come to bear you witness, to show you witness, to show you witness that you may bear my record, says the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, okay, let's open our Bibles to um, Second Peter. Praise God. Second Peter chapter two. Amen. Good evening. Hope you're all doing fine. Please say good evening to somebody. Um, <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Okay. Um, thank Father. Okay, let's see Second Peter. It's chapter 1. Verse 16, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and the, the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Praise God. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when, he, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory that is, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, that 16 says um, that, we, that we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the the power and the coming, glory to God. Um, so, the you see the power and the coming. They are they are two. They are two things that we know that the the power there has to do with the um, the the revelation, the the power is also the power of the coming. It's also the power of the coming, or is the power that must be brought to bear, or that must be received for the coming to take place. Um, in Acts chapter one, Remember, 
when they asked Jesus that, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said unto them that it's not given, uh, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his word, in his own power. Glory to God. So you see those times and seasons, we know that the times and seasons, we're not speaking of times and seasons in the, in the natural. We're speaking about times and seasons that is um, defined in God's program, in God's will. And he's saying that those times and seasons are put in, in God's, in the Father's own power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the signs and seasons um, will, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, in Matthew 24, they asked Jesus that when, when shall these things be? Verse 3, glory to God. Matthew 24, verse 3 says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? And of the what? Of, and of the end of the world. Let's, let's go, let's see towards the end of, not towards the end, but... Um, when he began to speak about the sign of his coming. So let's see verse 20. Praise God. Verse 27, for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered also, or they will be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light. And then the what always fall, the stars will fall from heaven. And it now says the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. So um, you see this verse 29. What, what verse 29 signifies will be a, a shift of power that will occur um, in the season of the coming. There, there will have to be a, there will have to be a shift, a transition. There will have to be a power transition. Um, for what kind of power transition, and where will it take place? It will happen in the heavens. All right, it's the, this what we call the the power of the heavens that will be what the Bible says it will be shaken. Now, these heavens is speaking about the the heavens over the earth, where the lights over the earth is placed. Right now, you know, of course, the light that is on the earth, which men are using, is not the physical light which the outward man uses 
but which doesn't really have any use for the inward man. The outward man has his light, which is the physical sun and physical moon and the physical stars, right? And you remember in the book of Genesis when God created them, he spoke about them. The, the, the greater light to rule the day, the other one to rule the night, and he also put stars also in the firmament. Praise God. And so God did that. And he said that those, they will be for signs and for seasons. So it's very clear that those lights fulfill that role in the natural or in the physical realm. But we, what we've done it in the scripture to see that um, those, that concept of light in the, in the heavens is actually is a, is a construct, is a spiritual construct in God that manifests in the natural what exists in the spirit as well. So it means that if the, the physical heaven, what you call the physical heaven is what the, is the, when you say physical heaven, the Bible calls the physical heaven, see, and the firmament he called what? Heaven in Genesis chapter one. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So that the firmament, the physical firmament is called heaven. And in that heaven he put the lights that's the heaven over the physical earth are where the lights are kept for the earth. Glory to God. That's Genesis chapter 1 verse 8. And God called the firmament heaven. And then the evening and the, and the morning were the second day. So you see that the same, following the same pattern or construct that the soul also has its heaven. And, and in the heavens of the soul, there are lights there. But those lights are spiritual. Right? So it means that there is a spiritual sun over the soul. There is a spiritual moon over it. Praise God. And all of that. Glory to Jesus. Um, so, and what constitutes those, those lights, the constitution of those lights in the heavens, are what, those lights are what constitute the power of heavens, of the heaven, those lights in the heaven. So what I mean is that in the spiritual realm, there's what we call the heaven of the earth, which is not this first heaven which you see. You can't take a plane there. You can't travel there with a physical thing. It is, it is a spiritual, it's there, but it's spiritual. The way your body, your eyes can look up to the sky and see the lights and see the heaven. The same way your soul has its own heaven over it. And it can look up and see its heaven and see its light. And that light is there. Praise God. Now, one of the, 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 main, the, the, the main operations of dominion is the configuration of light of lights, and it, so it's very clear that, that Satan, the devil, when he, when, he, when he came down and he fell, you know, he fell first, but then he was able to take the heavens over, not the physical one, the heavens over the souls of men. But it's very clear that there is no way he will take that heaven and leave the lights that were there before. That's not, the Bible makes us understand that, right? That 
him as a being, the Bible calls him the, the covering that is cast over the nation. Those nations are not physical nations. They're talking about the, the nations of souls. Praise God. As you go in the physical and you see nations, you can draw the map of nations in the physical on the earth. You can say here is America, here is Canada, here is Mexico, across the Atlantic, you see Europe. You can draw the maps, those are nations in the physical. Um, there's a way you can, you can see, you can have a map of nations in the soul. They are very different. They will be different from the maps of nations in, in the physical. Do you see that? So, but they are, they are, they are nations in the soul. Their souls are, have, according to their various, um, um, you know what constitute nation, uh, the sharing of genetic similarities. When you go to one area, people look the same. You go to Europe, they look the same. Go to Africa, they look the same because they're, they're things that they share. Glory to God. And every nation is built around common identity. There are things that define, that makes you a nation. Praise Jesus. So it is in the soul, in the soul order that um, in the spirit they can see. Someone like, some, someone like Lucifer, son of the morning, that was one instrument he has, the ability to read the map of men. And he's able to see the different nations and tribes and the tongues and peoples of the earth according to the order of the soul, not according to the physical order. Glory to Jesus. So it's very clear that when he came down in the book of, um, they spoke about him in Isaiah 25, um, when they said that in this mountain will he destroy, will destroy in this mountain the face of the covering that is cast over all people, and then the what? The veil that is spread over all nations. So the word veil there is also a firmament. Is a, is a veil, the veil is another kind of firmament. Is a, is a being who can, Lucifer, can constitute himself as a heaven. Right, that is, and fill the space of the heavens over the souls of men. Do you see that? And then what you find out that when, you, when he constitutes himself as, and that's what it means to cover, the reason why he's able to cover, another word for firmament is also a covering. Like when you check the earth, when you look up, you see what covers the earth? That's the firmament that covers the earth. Glory to God. So he also, I'm speaking in terms of the soul, he also constitutes himself as a covering over the soul but it's, it's not an empty covering. He's, he is also, it's, it's, it's a specific design. That's what made this particular being dangerous. Praise God. It was, he was framed when he was framed in the day that he was made. There were all kinds of things that were built into him as a being. And his design, he was made for his ministry. Right In the day that he was created, God set him so, God raised him, and God gave him characteristic according to the kind of ministry that he will perform. 
So what God, God designed, that designed him, see Ezekiel 28, he says that thou art the anointed cherub, verse, verse 14, Ezekiel 28, 14, he says thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, that's simple, in his, in his description, is a full description of who he is. So it means that you cannot separate covering tendency, covering ability from, from this dispersing, right? You cannot separate it. That, who, who are thou? When you ask, when you're trying to inquire concerning him, you know, this was a lamentation. Son of man, take up a lamentation. Glory to God. He said that thou art the anointed cherub that cover it. That is his description. So he was made to cover. Lucifer is actually a firmament. Yes, he was, he's a firmament. He was, God designed him a being as a firmament over the holy mountain of God. He said, I have set thee so. I set thee so. So he was, he was made and set. God made him and God did what? Set him. Um, the setting is not just a positional sense. It is also the, the setting of his person. I have set thee so. Glory to God. So he said, and that was upon the holy mountain of God. So you see, he's doing two things. Two things here. He's the same being, when you check him, when you, if you're able to see the picture of Lucifer in that season, this time they are speaking concerning, you see him upon the mountain. But when you go in the mountain, you find him walking up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Of course, those stones of fire are the entities that constitute the mountain. Do you see that? When they asked him, where are you coming from? He said, I'm coming from up and down, to and fro. It's not that he will go to, then go fro, and then not decide I'm going up now. That up and down, to and fro, he's talking about the the movement of his being, of his, of his frame, his frame to, to do that at the same time. Do you see that? He's, he's able to do that. It's up and down, to and fro, up and down, to and fro, up and down, to and fro, up and down, to and fro. His to and fro movement is not on the ground. You never find him here. His to and fro movement is in the firmament. Praise Jesus. Is in the word. His to and fro movement. There is a movement, a kind of movement in the firmament. Is is that is typified by lightning. The way the way lightning moves across. That kind of movement is a to and fro movement, sort of. Is 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 it? The, the physical lightning typifies that kind of, that kind of movement. Glory to God. There, um, praise God. It is you know that, that lightning movement, or is not just is actually a property that is in cherubic nature, or a cherubic nature. Not just cherubic nature, but specific kind of nature of the third heavenly beings. Is actually is a is a property of spirits, right? Spirit, actual spirit, not 
spirit being or spirit being, I mean spirit of which are entities of the third heavenly dimension, third heavenly dimension of beings have spirit quality and spirit move like lightning. That's, you want to define the speed of spirits. Now lightning is a physical phenomenon that speaks about something spiritual. Is a is a is a kind of motion that spirits make. They are is a quick quick motion of spirit. Is a type when you see whenever you see the lightning in the sky, you see is a type of a kind of movement of of a certain species of entities called spirits. They move according to that kind of speed. Glory to God. You see that even his fall was like that. No, Jesus said it. He said that I saw Satan fall like what? Lightning. It means that if he could fall like lightning, it means he has in him that ability to move in that kind of manner. Glory to Jesus. So, so in, but, but himself, um, he, himself, he constitutes if the veil. Now, what is, when I say lightning, what, I, what do I mean by that? How does lightning move? Lightning travels in the firmament. That's how we see it in nature, right? It's in the firmament. The firmament is the medium of, of lightning's travel. That firmament means a heaven. So the movement of lightning is a heavenly movement. Do you see that? It's not, you can't, you can't move like lightning on the earth. The earth cannot support that kind of motion. It's a, it's a movement on the firmament. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Um, so, so this entity um, has spread himself over the heaven. But what I want you to see is that um, if you check his, in Isaiah for chapter 14, they were, they were saying, how art thou fallen from heaven, right? How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Isaiah 14 verse 12, said, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou called down to to, to the ground, which deeds weaken the nation. So it's clear that this prophecy is not speaking about how he fell in the, before. It's talking about, is a prophecy about what will happen when he falls. And so when he's falling here, where is he falling from? He's not gonna, this fall is not from the heaven of God. This fall is from which heaven now? From the heaven over, over where? Over the firmament, from which firmament now? Of the, uh, which earth now? Of the soul. The, is the firmament over the souls of men. Praise God. That this prophecy, you know, it's a prophecy. Praise God. How art thou fallen from heaven? So you see, where he will fall from is that heaven which he occupies. Amen. Now, but you see, this language they, they call him here, what they call him, O Lucifer, is a name that he didn't stop bearing this name. You know that this was a name that he had before, but his name didn't change. This is a, 
is a descriptive kind of name. The word Lucifer means a, a word for Lucifer. You can say this light bearer is true. It, but Lucifer is the bringer of dawn. Who brings the dawn? Now, what is, who is the bringer of dawn? Lucifer is a sun. He's a moon. And he's, he's stars. He's, Lucifer is the, he's a conglomerate of lights. That is who he is. Do you get what I'm saying? Is the, this Lucifer means the king of firmament or ruler of firmament. Because to bring the dawn is not just, it doesn't just involve the sun. All of those light, there's a way they are, the organization of lights of the firmament must, they must all shift together. While the sun is shifting, the moon is shifting also. They are, all op- they are all operating together to bring the dawn. Do you see that? That's the, that's the, the kind of person, <laughs> of entity that um, this being is. Glory to Jesus. Um, you see how that cut out to the ground, which, which did weaken what? The nation. So, what, so who he was, in that position of heaven that he took was, is what was actually causing weakness to the nations. Praise Jesus. You know, this is... Oh. They don't want... He doesn't like us to see this because... He doesn't want you, he only wants you to see the outward light. He doesn't want you to see, even when you're reading the Bible. When he said, the sun shall no longer be your light by day. Nor the moon by night. When you read that scripture, which sun do you, are you thinking of? Which sun do they have problem with? Which moon do they have problem with? There's also prophecy of the stars of heaven falling. Which, which star, who, where, where are those stars constituted? Is it the physical stars that will fall? No. No. Those, all those things are, they're actually departments of a being. They are departments of a, of a being. Um, we, there's an expanded sense that we need to have. You can't learn angels and spirits if you don't if you can't expand your concept of beings neither can you learn god or jesus or or even angels if you don't have an expanded word sense of beings on the earth now when you see look at the earth for example you know that um what you call a person the physical man the constitution of a physical man is, is just a, is, is a package out of the physical materiality from which you also, every other kind of element, find their composition. What do I mean by that? And if you take a physical man and cut out a piece of flesh or something 
I said, what is inside this flesh? And you try and break it down. What you find are elements. The same elements you find in rocks, you find in everything, in trees. Do you believe me? The same element, if you go and study the physical sun, you find similar elements made up of, are you, do you understand what I mean? Glory to God. So, and the Bible also made it clear when he said that God formed man of the dust from the dust of the ground. And when you say the dust of the ground, the dust of the ground is the, um, is the, is the, is the basic, is, is actually the source material for the framing of, of things. Everything that you find in a certain kind of composition in nature will have its, source, its, its primary elements. You can source them to the dust of the ground. Right? You can source them to the dust of the ground. You can, you can right? Am I, do you agree? Um, and the ground can also accept anything. Yes. The ground can take anything. It will just ask, it will ask, just give it some time. Yeah. It can go. It can. The ground can take the body back. Yeah. It will take the body, break it down, and then absorb everything back from the body. The ground can absorb a rock. Do you understand me? If you take a tree, cut a tree down, just leave it there for you. Just give it enough time, the ground will take it back. You understand? That is, the, the, this, they call the, what they call the earth is the source. It has a, is the source. That's why they call it Mother Earth. You know such language like Mother. It means that it's the mother of everything. Yeah. You, can't, you can't be on the earth and claim you, you have no, that you are completely separate from the earth. You can cut. You can be fully cut off from the earth. Even oxygen. Take a piece of earth. You will find some oxygen yeah. there. There are hardly parts of the earth cross you go to. You won't see some of those elements. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Praise Jesus. So when you see a physical person on the earth, they're just a type of constitution taken from the earth. Do you see that? There is what you call. There are also other materialities and other kinds of constitutions of persons. So earthly constitution is different from heavenly constitution. Do you, do you agree with me? Like when you see a man of the earth, you see, you, you see carbon in him, you see oxygen, you see all kinds of elements in him because he's of the earth. He's of the earth, earthy, as how the Bible puts it of the earth, earthy, of the earth, earthy. Glory to God. But when they, will tell, when they tell you, okay, this one is a species from heaven, like an angel, for example, you now begin to ask, okay, what, what is an angelic constitution? You expect an angel to be like you, that has just eyeballs, that has something like that. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Maybe when he comes down, like here, he has to take some kind of form if he wants to appear for you to see him. He can do that, but you have to think of, if you want to now think of what would make up an angel, you must think of heavenly elements. <laughs> right? 
So you have to think of heavenly elements and what the type of heavenly elements you see, for example, if you look up, it can give you a sense of it. You see clouds there, you see, you see lights there, you see sunny, sun there, you can see the moon, you can see those kind of materiality. Glory to God. So that's why an angel can constitute such things. An angel can be a light. You see, when they describe, we are describing God, right? If you when they we even describe, let's see the book of the Ezekiel's description. When they describe, you know, they describe the cherubs and all of that. You know, they will say they have wings, but they won't tell you what are those wings made of. You might think it's feather. Um, <laughs> I doubt, highly doubt that. <laughs> I highly doubt it's feathers. You see, someone was saying, who maketh the cloud is chariot. Those are beings. Who maketh the cloud is chariot. Who rides upon the wings of the wind? Wind with wings. All right? Those are, those are, praise Jesus. So, wind, you can, so an angel can be a wind because wind is part of the of heavenly, right? Heavenly materiality. Clouds are part of heavenly materiality. Even one, so one thing that heaven and earth share in common are waters. Right? So, he laid the beam of his chambers in the waters. So, it's very clear the Bible, even Genesis told us, their waters are both. So, water is not just a property of the earth. It's also a property of the heaven. Water is like a common thing between the heaven and the earth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, um, so you see that Lucifer, son of the morning, you can see why he will have within his nature constitution of lights. Right, and then you see, you see all those lights in him are what constitute or are what we call the powers of the heavens. The power of the heavens. Glory to God. So back to Matthew 24, verse. Praise Jesus. Matthew 24, verse uh, twenty. 29, 29, it says that immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the what? The sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven. So this is what they are doing here is they are turning off a beam. One by one. They are, just, they are turning off a beam. It's a beam who is there in the heaven. They are turning him off. They're just turning him off. So it's very clear that after some time, this is the end of that name, Lucifer. He will, when they do this to him, he, he will no longer, they will, they will remove his, <laughs> his um, they, remove, they will remove the, the power 
what is in him that makes him stay in the heavens are the lights in him. They actually, because those lights, we've seen the secret of those lights, they are secret, they are dominion lights. You can't, if you leave a sun still shining in its strength, you can't remove the sun. If you want to remove a sun from the heaven, you must turn it off. You have to cover it, you have to, because if you leave it, it's still a king as long as it's shining. <laughs> so, so you can see that the power of bringing him down is by turning him off. And God, can do, God knows how to do that. In fact, it's not God who will do it directly. It will be a reaction from men. Men who have um, it will be as a result of the appearance of another light. Another, not just one single, single light. There will be an appearance of another, another family of lights. Once that family of light appears, his light can no longer stay there. You see all this light, you see sun, moon, and stars that are from in him. Glory to God, can no longer stay. Now tell me, what light need to come on for his own light to come off? Hmm? What light need to come on? You know, the game that the Lord is playing with this being is a very, it's a game of wisdom, right? What light needs to come on for his own light to come off? It, it's, it's very clear that that light will be, it will be a light of men. Praise God. And I, I will tell you when. It will, it will be the church that will bear the light. And they will have to count the lights. When those lights are complete, that will be the season. That's Revelation chapter 12. We can open Revelation 12, verse 1. Praise God. You see, and there appeared a great wonder in heaven. This, will, this is not an ordinary wonder. This, is a, this, this will happen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. There appeared a great wonder. Even though they used to past tense, but it's future tense. It's not, it hasn't happened yet, but it will happen. It's called a great wonder. A great wonder. A great wonder. A wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun. The moon under her feet. And upon her head, crown of 12 stars. Once this occurs, you can't have two suns. You can't have two moons. You cannot have 24 stars. Do you understand what I mean? One will go off. <laughs> one set, you know what I mean? When I, one set. 
So you see this thing about the woman clothed with the sun, moon on her feet, he's talking about the completion of the, it means that the, the entire, the firmament of the church would have been completed. Do you see that? Now, the entire church at this time hasn't been perfected. Yeah, this woman, she hasn't fully been perfected, but her firmament has appeared. Do you get me? So it is the appearance of the firmament of this woman that will you know, now let's begin to see all the things that will happen as a result of this. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. There appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. And she being with child, crying, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. Now you see, you see this child she's carrying is this secret of her, 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 her lights forming, the secret of, so you see, as this child is being developed inside her womb, well, as, as it's happening, the process is going on, there will begin to appear a son. It will begin to happen. As the man child is, is developing inside the church, the son will begin to appear as a clothing around the church. The church, a church that has, a, that has this man-child company within it, is not ordinary. Do you understand me? That, and that's why you can't joke with, you can't, you can't, um, um, you can't underestimate, what does the Bible say? Do not, something about the days of, do not despise the days of what? Do not despise the days of little beginning. A, a lot of people in the church in this time will not even have a clue what's going on. They will just be doing their own, their normal church things, right? They will be doing, although, but they would have helped, the church would have transitioned to a phase, even though the entire church hasn't come into the, the estate that the man-child has, but the church will transition into some kind of mode where it can carry this kind of child. Do you see that? And one thing on the earth, um, as, we are, as you are drawing to, we are drawing to this season in the body of Christ, there are some things that should no longer be in the body because it's against the season of the body. Right, what kind of things? Hostility against the carrying of God's child. Is an attitude, you know, that it's Satan is the one. He's one of the, his chief work on the earth is to, is to inspire, is to make, make people in the church strong against the development of the fetus of God. And uh, to make them try to kill it. Can you, you know, he can't kill it. Look at, watch it. He said the great dragon, sorry, verse, um, they appeared, glory to God. Um, pain to be delivered, right? There appeared another wonder in heaven. So, so, so it's very clear, this is wonder versus wonder. Yes. Right, so why this, and this other wonder in heaven is actually the one who stole the heaven and has been there since, this dragon. But this, thank God that 
he will meet, he will see another wonder that you are not the only wonderful thing. And that's the beauty of God. Out of the fecal church you see today, one day the fecal church will bear all the lights that will be able to unseat, do you understand? So it means that what it means is that the church will be more wonderful than Satan. And I mean that, that the church will be, will be more what? Wonderful. It will have, it means that the perversity of, because of the baby in the womb of the child, that baby will have more power of wonder than that being Lucifer. You know, that Luci- you know, Lucifer is a wonder. He's the one who all the world wonder at him. Right? He's not, just, he, he, he's not only a wonder. He can make, he can raise wonderful things. He can develop wonderful image. See, when he would develop his beast, that is his, his grand prototype. The Bible says all men wondered at him. Men were wondering at, the, they wonder at the beast, which he will create glory to God. Uh, but thank God that um, for this other wonder which will arise. But you see that in um, praise God, it says, and they appeared another wonder. Behold, a great dragon having seven heads, ten horns, and seven crowns upon his what head, and he still drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and this cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. So. You see that this dragon was standing before the woman and he was waiting to try and devour the child. Why? Because as long as the child was in the womb, he can't reach into the womb. Do you see that? Glory to God. So it means that even devil doesn't do abortion. Do you understand that? that <laughs> even devil self. That, that womb, you, a womb is a, is, a, is a sacred place. You don't go into a womb and start trying to, you know what I mean? This devilish thing that, has plagued, that is plaguing our world. That's one of the greatest atrocities that men have committed. And, and we are still committing it. And many people are, are teaching us in the culture to kill your conscience. It's normal. Say, woman, you have a right over your body. You are, it's your own body, so do whatever you want. Glory to God. Praise Jesus. Amen. So. <laughs> So a womb is like a sacred place that you don't invade your, when you're, you're invading a womb, the womb of a woman doesn't belong to the woman. It's actually a lie when they say, it's my body, pro-choice, so I can do. It's check, go and let, let scientists investigate the woman. They will tell you that this womb is another world. The womb in a woman doesn't belong to her. The woman's blood doesn't flow into her womb. Do you know that? You don't know that? A woman who has HIV AIDS can carry a baby to term and deliver the baby, the baby will be HIV free. 
because not one tiny blood from the woman's bloodstream flows to the baby. The womb is in an, it's an entire world entirely. It doesn't belong to the woman. The womb belongs to God. Every womb in a woman belongs to God. It is, that womb is a, is a chamber that God uses to prepare houses of spirits and so which he wants to send into the world. It doesn't belong to any woman. <laughs> Did you see that? So nobody has the right to kill a baby in the womb. Praise God. So, so even the dragon, he even knows that law. He obeys it. So that's why he has to be, he's waiting. For the child, he didn't, with all his lawlessness, do you understand? With all his what? Lawlessness, he has to wait for the, ch- for the, for the child to come out. Now, now but, the, but, I, but, I, but I believe something. While he was there and he's waiting for the child, he must have done so much. Now, he, will not, he can't abort because abortion is lawless. But you can try to encourage miscarriage. Uh, do you see that miscarriage is not the same as abortion? Miscarriage is, a, is an error in the host that can happen. Do you get what I'm saying? So what the devil will try to do to the church before the church can bring forth this child is, can you miscarry this child? And he, and he can't do it invasively. He can't, he can't yank out the child. So it, he has to be talking to the woman and speaking to aspects of the, you get what I'm saying? He must be, he will be communing with people in the church. Do you get what I'm saying? And say, can you, when the seed of this child begins to arise, it will steer the hearts of of people in the church against this kind of seed. They begin to raise all kind of principle. Hey, not this, this one. They begin to raise all kind of things that are not in the Bible. It's just against the seed of God. It's, it's to do what to cause a miscarriage. But, but the Lord will be merciful. The Lord will be faithful. Praise God. He will, this woman will carry the baby to, to full term. Um, thank you, Jesus. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations. Do you see that? with a rod of iron, verse five, and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared of God that she should be fed there. She feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. So she must also then complete her own time. She has delivered the child, but because of the child that has gone, they, they've done, they will do something against that which, which weakens the nations. Praise God. 
and they will make provision for the woman to fulfill her own times. And verse 7 said, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not, neither was, there, was their place found anymore in heaven. Their place was no longer what? You, they deleted their place from heaven. Why? Because another occupant of heaven has, has come. These, are, these new occupants of heaven will, be, will take over the heavens of the earth, but it will, be, it, will be, it, will, it will not just be an ordinary kind of ruler of heaven. The dominion which will be exerted in the heaven will be a dominion of the throne of God, right from the throne of God. Do you see that? And one thing about Lucifer, son of the morning, is that in all of his power, in all of his glory, in all of his, all of his attainment, there is still a dimension which he never, he never tasted about. You know, he, he kept seeing something higher than him, and he had something in him that wanted to go there. And he said, I will exalt my, my what? Throne above what? My star above the stars of God, all of those things. Amen. I will send into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation, side of the north, glory to God. All of those things. So it's clear that the throne of God has always been above him. Yes. Right? This entity, Lucifer, he actually knows nothing about the throne. He knows nothing about, about, about what? He knows nothing about that thing called the throne. Is a is a unique um, place. Glory. To, even the, when you speak about the even the four living creatures, they they bear the throne, but the throne is above them. They are there. There's actually another firmament above them, upon where the throne sits. <laughs> Praise God. That throne dimension is another place. The throne is. Is a, is, a, is a different arena of dominion entirely. Do you see that? So when he will, when he will see, are you seeing that woman, that is that one that you see appear in heaven? I'm sure he will check that, the light of that sun and check his own. He will, he will tell a difference. Do you know that? The woman is shining at the same kind of strength. Because of that strength will be of that shining is according, according to what? The strength of what? The throne of God. Amen. Yeah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So he says that, and prevail not, neither was there what? Their place found where? Anymore in heaven. So you see, this dealing of removing their place is also a description of that Matthew chapter 24. Let's go back to 24. 
Amen. Glory to Jesus. Now, you know, earlier in verse 27, it was saying that, um, it says, for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shined even unto the west, so shall the, the what? The coming of the Son of Man be. Now, he's telling you this is actually how the coming will be. So, you know, they asked Jesus that when shall these things be? What will be the sign of the coming? What they were actually asking him was the signs of his coming, which he hasn't yet explained. But in chapter 27, he just mentioned about the coming. How will the coming be? He will go, he will go further and explain what will be the signs. Of, of course, the signs of the coming will appear before the coming. They will f- to form before the coming. Glory to God. But, but the coming itself, he just, he just mentioned that. How will the coming itself be? The coming itself be, will be as the lightning comet as a comet out of the east, and then what? Shineth even unto the west, that so shall the word, the coming of the Son of Man. So it's very clear that this, that this lightning will not just shine in the vacuum. That for, for lightning to shine, there is a firmament. There isn't just a firmament. Lightning doesn't shine ordinarily. Lightning shines in clouds. It is the, when, when rain wants to fall, and then when the, the formation of cloud creates the medium for lightning to, to, to travel through. So the, to, so the coming of, of the Son of Man as lightning from the world east to the west is he cometh with clouds. It is he's coming with clouds. His cloud must be there to carry the his kind of coming. Do you agree with me? Praise Jesus. Glory to God. As the lightning cometh out of the east, so it's, it's clear that this lightning here, it will, it will not, this lightning cannot appear in the heaven, which is there now. Because of the kind of lights in that heaven and the kind of clouds that are there. The cloud of that heaven is an evil cloud. <laughs> the, the cloud of the heavens that is there right now is an evil cloud, is a fake cloud. It's a fake cloud, it's a fake cloud. Why do I call it a fake cloud? It is a cloud without water. As they mentioned in Jude, right, it's a different kind. And when you begin to see men like this, this Jude chapter one, it says there, verse 12, these are spots in your feasts of charity. When When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withered, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. These are men they are describing. These are destroyed souls who have taken up the same kind of, the same kind of disease that, Satan, that Lucifer has. This, you know Lucifer's disease is emptiness. He's, he's, 
It's because, because it's empty, that's why he is a generator of lies. That everything he brings is not. He's actually, he's, he's, he's the father of lies, right? Right? He's the father of lies. He's the father of liars. Amen. What is a lie? A lie is, when you say, what is a lie? It's something is not there. But there is something there. But that thing that's there is not the thing that is supposed to be there. It's a lie. So now that's why we need to be, you need to ask yourself, if this cloud in this firmament of this wicked being who is over the nations, now ask yourself, what is in his cloud that has been raining on men all this time? <laughs> One thing I can assure you is that he has his own rain, but I can tell you it's not water. It's not water. Lucifer has no water. He has no water. That, the, the water, the moment he, he fell from God, water is a property of the heights. When you say water, water is actually a custody of God. You cannot find water anywhere. Any other thing, that's one quality of God. Only God quenches thirst. See that thing about thirstiness. If anyone who will not meet God will never have his thirst quenched. Only God. That's why Isaiah was crying. Come ye to the waters. Oh, come. come. Why, why do you labor for that which satisfies not? That which is not bread. Do you see that? <laughs> you see those things? Water, bread, milk, all these things. They are, all of them come from God. But Satan has his own things that are not these things. But what are those things? Do you understand me? Glory to God. It's very clear that um, there are many ways you can tell that, that, that Satan has no water. Even when he brought his seed to Eden, he planted his own seed. He didn't have water to make his own grow. He has to wait for the full program. To occur. He, he can just plant the seed, but he must still wait for the program of watering it. So it's while other things were being watered, that he water his own seed too. He has to depend on, on God. Do you get what I'm saying? One, one thing he lacks is water. Another thing he lacks is bread. He doesn't have bread. He doesn't have water. That's why he can never satisfy his soul. Take everything he gives you. Keep loading them inside your system. Keep swallowing everything he gives you. You will never be satisfied. The more you take it, the more hungry you become. Imagine Satan with a cup. I want, I want to give you water. Take You've been, you've been too, you've tried. Ah, you are so thirsty. Let me have mercy on you. And he wants to give you water. Imagine drinking. We are shouting, but that's, we've been drinking this thing since. You don't know how long we have been drinking what he has been offering. <laughs> Feeling, that's why Jesus was teaching the woman in John chapter 4 about thirst. Ah. 
Jesus came to quench the thirst of generations. Thank you, Jesus. The prophet, he said, when the poor and needy seek water, when their tongue faileth for thirst. Isaiah 41, verse 17, right? He said, when the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord, no other person can answer this. No, there's no one who can answer the need of a thirsty soul. I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. Verse 18. I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs. This is God for you. This is how God is. Glory to Jesus. What's, is there verse 19? Did you say anything? Open it. I will plant in the wilderness the cedar, the sheeta tree, the myrtle, and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the fir tree and the pine. So you see all these kind of trees are trees. Oil tree, the fir tree, the pine, the box tree. I believe these are trees that need water. Amen. Amen. This is God's specialty to, to, give, um, to give water to the soul. Praise God. When Jesus was speaking to that woman, he said that if you knew the gift of God, what he called the gift of God is specific. That thing he called the gift of God, you can't get it anywhere. It's customized to him. He has the patent. If any other person says they have it is a lie. They don't have it. That if thou knowest, it's called the gift of God. If thou knowest the gift of God and who it is that saith unto thee, give me to drink. So thou would have, wouldest have asked of him. And he would have given thee what? Living water. Verse 11. And the woman said unto me, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Verse 12, and are thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of what? This water shall what? Shall thirst again. That's the one she has. Verse 14, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water shall that I shall give him shall be in him, what? A well of water, doing what? Springing, what? Up into everlasting life. You see, this, this thing of water, water is one thing that God is rich with. That's, you see the picture of Revelation chapter 22? He showed me a pure river of water of life, as clear as crystal, proceeding from where? Proceeding from the throne of, from God. The throne, out of the throne of God and what? And of the Lamb. 
praise Jesus. So it's, it's very clear then that the, this procession of water, that if it's proceeding, the word proceeding means where it originates from. Right, the waters of God originates from the throne of God. So it's now clear then that the, the throne of God is what pours into the firmament. It's the, it's the throne that impregnates the cloud. Do you get what I'm saying? That the, 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 what will impregnate the cloud to make the cloud heavy? Do you see that? The, that, that will make the cloud heavy with what? With waters. It's not an ordinary kind of cloud. What the cloud that will that will constitute the sign of Jesus' coming is a cloud that is carrying the weight of the waters of God's throne. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's quickly go back to Matthew because of time. Glory to Jesus. Um, so he says that, um, that verse 20, 29 says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, he says, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not do what? Give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven. And then the what? The powers of the what? of the heavens shall be shaken. Praise Jesus. And then shall appear the sign of the sun. So you see, that the power of the heaven must be shaken. So if without this shaking, of course the shaking, when you say shaking, it also, also means a remover. Right? It's that to, because you are talking about firmament. The firmament is something that should be, that is, that is constructed against shaking. It's firm. It's a firmament. Right? It's to, 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 to shake the heavens. Praise God. You know the shaking of the heavens is, is something that is to come. Right? Remember, he once shook the earth before. A type of shaking occurred in Mount Sinai. That was a kind of shaking. When they, caused, they, they developed that mountain in the physical. Praise Jesus. And they... They constructed a type of presence of God. You know, on that mountain, there was clouds there. There was smoke there. It means that there was actually, there was a creation of a type of firmament above Sinai for God's presence to come. All those things must be present for God to come. There was a development of a, a temporary firmament that they called that the, it, it constituted the shaking of the earth. And, and God's voice was shaking. Yeah, you know, what, what we call the voice of God. Voice. Say voice. 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 When you hear voice, divine voice is equal to waters. Or it's called many waters. Many waters. Did you say that in Revelation? Chapter what? Chapter 
chapter 4, let me see. It's the sound of many waters. What? what? Sorry, subchapter what? Chapter 1, right? Verse what? Verse 15. Glory to God. Thank you. You see, and it says, His feet like unto what? Fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace. And then, and, verse, and his voice as the word, the sound of what? Of his voice. Of this. So this was the, of course, the voice of, is the voice of Jesus, which the angel was bringing to John. So it means that the, the voice of Jesus is, is as the sound of many waters. Right? It's the, the sound of waters. So when you hear of, when you hear waters, it's clear that what cloud is pregnant with are waters. But those waters is, is a voice, is, is God's kind of voice. So when, when those waters begin to fall, that's how you know it's a voice. Because it's, it, will, it's a, it will become a rain that is falling. That rain is doctrine. It will, begin, it will fall as rain, it will fall as, it will fall as dew, Doctrine, it will distill as the dew. Glory to Jesus. Yeah. It will fall as, then after a while, it will begin to pour. Yeah. <laughs> wow. the, earth, the earth will see many things in this time. Once the, once, the, once the sign appears, there's nothing, we, nothing left. Nothing will stop his coming. See this coming he's speaking about? He's going to come. Glory to Jesus. Nothing will stop his coming. At that time, at that time, his voice will begin to sound. And it will be not just like any sound. It will be as the sound of what? Of many waters. Praise Jesus. He says, the powers of heaven shall be shaken. The powers of the heaven, of the heaven, of the heaven, of the heaven shall be shaken. And then, then shall appear. I've spoken about. You see what his powers are. Glory to God. Satan's, the devil's powers. But it will appear in the time. Can you tell me, show me that place where he once shook the earth? I think it's Hebrews. But there will be a time when he will shake not just the earth, but he will shake where? Hebrews chapter nine. Sorry. Not that can be chapter nine. Twelve. Yes. He was speaking about the occurrence of Sinai, right? But he's saying that this was, he was telling them, be careful, don't ignore the voice of him. Refuse not him that speaketh. It's a warning. For if they escape not, who refuse him that speak on earth. So that he that speak on earth is speaking about that experience of the, when they came to Mount Sinai. Praise God. But if they escape not, who, ref, who refuse him that speak on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Praise God. You see this him that speaketh from heaven. is This position of heaven where he's speaking from, that position is, in, is there in the spirit. This, this heaven is actually inside him. Where is this heaven right now? It's in Jesus. <laughs> Is in Jesus and is in God. This heaven is part of the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. 
from where, where all, all blessings, all spiritual blessings, heaven means where blessing comes from. Where the, 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 the storehouse of blessing. Glory to God. They have blessed us with all spiritual blessing where? In heavenly places. In who? In Christ Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So you see this person, where this, he, he constitutes the heaven. Right? But, the man, so it, it's very clear that how did that man-child attain the, that formation? It's clear that the, the man-child will be a child of witness. A child that has, that is, is a witness. Huh? You can go back to chapter, tw chapter 12 of Revelation, right? When they explain it, that they, and they overcame, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and uh, the word of their testimony. Anyone who has a testimony is a witness. So they're just ch telling you here that these guys are witnesses. He's, a, he's, a, he's actually, this man child in the womb is a witness. Witness of what? Of this testimony. The testimony that overcame is what is the, is the property of their witness, of the witness of this child. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So how did the child in the womb get the witness? It's very clear then that while the child was in the womb, the child developed some kind of ear to hear a heaven that has not yet appeared. It's different. This, the hearing of this child it's not the hearing of the woman. It's not the hearing of the church. It means that the, the woman was carrying a child inside her that was having a totally different kind of ministry. Ministration, a kind of, the child was hearing an heaven that is not yet. The child was hearing a heaven that is a person in the spirit. Him that speaketh. Do you get what I'm, it's different. Now it's clear that the heaven in him one day will be laid out over the earth. That, is, that will be the season of the ministry of power when this happens, glory to God, because of he now has witnesses who can, who can, be, who can stand as a, a firmament, as clouds of witness for him from where he can speak to all men. Glory to Jesus. You see that. But before that time, this child, is a, they, are, they are a company, a man-child company, which will be within the church, but will not be hearing just the contemporary message of the church. They'll be hearing another message. They'll be hearing a message from a heaven in a man who is, are you, are you understanding me? That being that high priest, glory to God, who has a testimony. See, they tied the testimony. What, or they, he said they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word and the word of their testimony and they love not their lives unto death. Glory to Jesus. So what, what makes this man child powerful is the ability in this kind of season to be hearing another, to be able to, it's not easy. You can see why it's not easy, based on what I've described to you. That in, in the landscape of the soul, you have a heaven, there is an heaven spread over all men, 
with a wicked, anointed spirit, with a light, from where he broadcast his own message. But this man child will be a wonder, a great wonder. It's, what is the wondrous aspect of the formation of the man child? Is the ability to be under a heaven of a covering, but be here an alien message to, to hear an alien, a foreign, it's, and, the, and like I said before, they are, they are characteristic of this man child, they will be different. Like I said that the, the blood of the woman doesn't mix with the blood of the child. It, this will be an operation, in, it's an in-womb operation. When you meet this man child, this company of man, man child, and you check them, when you measure them by all standard, you say, you are living in a different world. Because the womb, that womb you see is a cosmos. It's almost like a planet <laughs> of its own. It's a ball of its own, right? Inside that ball, there is water and there is earth. It's a world of its own. Do you see that? That's the way, that's how the man child is. So this, so this man child thing, those who don't understand this thing will, mis, will misunderstand the season entirely. You can't be part of this company and be seeking for relevance. That's one thing you can't. <laughs> you, can't be, you can't be seeking for you know, relevance in the, the common, the mainstream. You know that feeling to appear mainstream, to appear the same, to appear the... <laughs> No, not, not wanting to be different, wanting to blend in. No matter what you do, you can't. The message of this heaven, the blessings in heavenly places, the sound of that message, it can never sound like the message that is preached under the covering cast over the nations. Because the, the, the way, uh, and now you know that the, the message that the woman is feeding from is not strong, it's, not, it's weak, is that they have to quickly arrange to s and do what? Prepare a feeding plan for her. They just meal plan, right? That's Revelation chapter 12 say that you have to quickly institute a meal plan because she's deficient. You have to hide her from this. You can't expose her to the dragon. You can't to the serpent. You can't expose her. You have to quickly take her because she hasn't been feeding. She has been under weakness. Do you get what I'm saying? You can, you can, you can be a pastor and every... Before every Sunday, you take time, you pray for hours. Amen. And bless all the pastors who are doing that. It's not easy. 
He's a mere pastor. On that. Glory to God. Yeah. You know why it's not easy? Because you're a pastor and you know that the people don't love God. You know. Most pastors know that their members don't love God. They know. It's not a mystery. They know. So, but you, you have to still pray for hours, then you now have to try and open your Bible to find a message to preach. But when you to find a message, you cannot find a message that is strong enough to, to, to break the, the con, confluence, the, the movement, the oscillation, the, the service of souls who are under a covering cast of weakness. That light is so strong that while the pastor is reading the Bible, that light is shining inside the scripture. It's, it's very difficult for him to come up with a message that doesn't involve, when he's trying to interpret Matthew chapter, this, Matthew is trying to check it and then write a sermon outline. The interpretation is difficult for it to be free from the light that is over the nations. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when, the, when that message, nice message will come out, it, will, it might be powerful, wonderful. You can get the people to their feet. They dance in the spirit. They worship, they break down, they cry. And all of the, 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 the emotions that you experience in church, but that is not potent enough. Do you see that? It's not potent enough to make the woman to live is a different life that is not prescribed by the light or in the present firmament of the souls of men. Praise God. But that will make you then appreciate the, the, the goodness of God when he begins to form a womb within the church. And he would, he would do it, and that's what the Lord is doing. If you can't smell it, I'm just describing to you what God has been doing already. Those who don't understand the prophecy will say all kinds of things. Why do you have to be different? Why does your own thing have to be different? Why do you have to sound different? Why do you have to behave? Why can't you just be other, like other normal Christians? They don't understand that you are, your, your food is via an, an umbilical cord that is glory to Jesus. It's, it's coming from a it's coming from a different source. It's, it's, it's pure. Praise Jesus. Where is that umbilical cord connected to? It's connected to pure food, pure source. The voice of him that speaketh from where? From heaven. Amen. So that Hebrews 12 said that he, has, he shook the earth, but he will also do what? Shake. Let's see that in the heaven because of time. Um, Hebrews 12. It says, see that you refuse not him that speaketh. Um, so it's, it's very clear that this warning is not for, it's for everybody. It's in the time when he says that if you will hear his voice today, what he calls today is any time. Not today is not a date. 
It's very clear that the man-child's today came very earlier. But after some time, the woman will have her own today. And then when our own today comes, they will say, today, if you shall hear his voice, do not what? Harden your heart. Everybody will have their own season of today when he will begin to sound. It's just that when it's your own today, don't have a, an attitude. Say that, see that you refuse not him that speaketh, for if there is escaped him, not, escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him that did what? That speaketh from, uh, from heaven. Verse 26, whose voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, yet once more, I shake not the earth only, but also what? Heaven. The, the shaking of heaven, when he shook the earth, there was a manifestation of the shaking. He tampered with light. Check in, the, in that chapter. When you looked at the mountain, blackness occurred. But instead, you began to, blackness occurred, and you now saw fire, smoke. A, a different rain of light came upon that mountain. It had to do with it. It's a shaking that occurred on the earth. It's a tampering of light with, with light. Glory to God. But here he said, I, I shake not the earth only, but I also shake heaven. It means that once you shake heaven, when it shakes heaven, it will also be a what? A turning off. So the shaking of heaven is what um, Matthew 24, verse 29, calls the powers of what? The heavens shall be shaking. Glory to God. So the powers of the heaven shall be shaking because of the turning off of those lights. Then verse 30 says that, and then that, then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. The, it's clear that the purpose of the sign of the Son of Man is to carry the coming of the Son of Man. The sign must be present before the word. Uh-huh. So when they appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son. So because of the sign first, they will now see the Son of Man coming in what? The clouds of what? Heaven. With what? Power and great glory. Glory to Jesus. So this Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven, you have to join that with verse 27, right? It says, for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even to the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Lightning coming from the east to the west, so will his coming be. Then verse 30 says, you will see that coming in the clouds. So... The picture of the coming is lightning in the clouds. Do you see that? It will be what? Lightning, what? In the clouds. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. 
not lightning in the clouds, is for ministry. What ministry? It means that by this time, is, is, this is, it, is to be the great takeover. It's to be a great takeover. To be another season entirely. It will be another season of waters. You know, the first season of waters will be a confined season in the womb. Right, the way the baby swims in the womb. You know, the womb is a baptism. It's, the baby is inside water. It's huge. The baby is, is raised, developed in waters. Do you see that? That's the first season of waters in the womb. But this one, this now is another season. This is not a confined season. Those, those, those formed in the womb has bec- have become clouds of waters with that, that a cloud that's become a carriage for the coming of the Son of Man. Do you see? That's what the, one of the, the main purposes of the man-child is to carry the coming of the Son of Man. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. You understand what I'm trying to say? Can you be a cloud for his light? Can he move through you? Do you see that? Can he, can he, can, can he travel through you? Glory to Jesus. Now, in this season here, what they are speaking about, it will not be another season entirely, but it's another season of, give, it will be a season of a broad, a broad release, giving of waters to the earth. It will be a season of the release of rain. It will be a time when rain will begin to fall massively on the earth, upon all men. Are you seeing what I'm saying? The Lord spoke about this in the prophet. He said, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Glory to Jesus. That Joel, praise God. Can we read that please? Ask for rain in the time of the latter rain. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Okay, Zechariah, sorry. That's Zechariah chapter 10. Thank you, Father. Mercy. Zechariah 10, verse 1. If you're there, say amen. Amen. It says, Ask you the Lord reign in what? The time of what? The latter rain, or you ask for rain. In what time? In the time, he's speaking of, about a particular time. You know, there are different seasons of rain. Right? Joel described the seasons of rain. That there is what we first call the former rain, moderately. There's the full former rain, and there's what, the, there's what you call the latter rain. Amen. All, you see, all these rains will be, they will be consumed first in the womb. Is the mixture, that final water of the womb, 
the, the fluid of the womb it will be a fullness of all these rains. It's, imagine it raining inside the womb. It's going to be, it's going to feel that way. In the church, you see the, a giant, in the global church, there will, have, there will be sites of rain, sites of waters, where water will be flowing directly from the throne of God. Amen. Do you understand now? But then there will, there will now be another season which is more for the, even, even for the nations, even for great multitude. Praise Jesus. And in that season, in their particular characteristic of the time of this latter rain, in the time of the latter rain, it will be characterized, it says, so the Lord shall make, what does he call it? Bright clouds. Glory to God. Bright clouds are not just clouds. What are bright clouds? Huh? Bright clouds are cloud that has been brightened. You see what they call bright cloud here? Is the coming of the Son of Man. Right? It's actually a light in a cloud. Or, or cloud carrying a, a light or lighting. I wonder when it's funny, you see the clouds there is all dark, but when lighting comes, brightens the cloud. Brighten. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. It will be the, the manifestation of bright clouds. This will happen over the nations. There will, be a, there will come among the nations a time of the latter rain. It will fall on the earth. But the rain will not just fall. It will, it will, it will only come because, of, because bright cloud has been made. This cloud will, in, will include witnesses who are carriers of the divine light. Do you see that? They will become source of showers and give them showers of rain to what? Everyone, what? Grass in what? Everyone grass in the field. It says, for the idols have spoken vanity, the diviners have seen a lie, they have told false dreams, they comfort in vain. These are all the problems. <laughs> on the earth. And these are people that the Lord will have issues with. Idols that speak vanity. Diviners who, who have seen a lie. What does it mean of diviners? Diviners. These are idols that spoke vanity. Diviners. They are those who give men promise of God. That is a lie. So this season is a season of it's a time of destruction. It's a time when second death becomes rampant on the earth. It's different from the just small death. It's a time of a, when a great death is getting closer. Because small death doesn't include 
this kind of season. When idols begin to be raised, when false sense of God begin to emerge, emerge on the earth, and have told false dreams. They comfort in vain. Therefore, they went their way as a flock. They were troubled because there was no what? Because there was no shepherd. See, my anger was kindled against the shepherds. And I punished the goats for the Lord of hosts have visited the flock of the house of Judah and had made them his godly horse in what? The battle. Glory to God. Amen. But so um, you see here that um, so much depends on the... Um, on the formation of the what of the sign that the sign must must come to pass. So it's clear that um, um, the what needs to happen is both is both a sign and a wonder, right? It's a sign and a wonder. The real song is signs and wonders, signs and wonders, signs and wonders, signs and wonders, signs and wonders. What, what is signs and wonder? It's I and they that God has given me. That is sign and wonder. I and they that God has given me. That's the, that's the only sign and wonder on the earth. That's the sign and the wonder that the earth has been waiting for. All the other ones are, are fake until that happens. That's the sign. That's the sign. Do you understand? Do you understand that? So, so when you say, oh, you're just coming listening to what? Listening to, you know, what the righteousness, everlasting life. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> You don't understand. The prophecy is there. It says, saviors will arise out of Zion. It's not easy to make a savior. Those who are being made as saviors, others are playing. While others are playing, you are, you are developing salvation. And it takes time. How long did it take Noah to build the ark? He just kept going. going. He believed. kept building Kept building, building, and building, building the ark of salvation. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. There is a way that the Lord wants his people to embrace their destiny to yield to the ministry. Uh, Hebrews calls it a vocation, calls it a high calling. The days of trying to live like everybody else is over. You know why you're a child, you think like a child, all of that. But when you become what a man, you do what? 
what is part of childish things is trying to be like everybody. Have you seen a child? A child mimics everything and tries to copy. A child is very impressionable. A child is easily influenced. Say, but be not children tossed to and fro. That's a sign of a child by every wind of doctrine. Is any wind that blows on the earth can move you. You want to follow, you want to move. The, the child in the womb doesn't feel the wind. It's a different, it's a program. Doesn't know what's happening on the outside. It's not, doesn't really care. It's focused. It's, it's program. That's how you ought to be. I want, the Lord can put that kind of a sense in you. That the, to, to focus on the, what? On, on the ministry of the heaven to come. Glory to God. To focus on the ministry of Jesus. And not get distracted. Praise God. I don't know if you've been blessed today. Thank you. Praise Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They love not their lives unto them. To take your place in the, that development chamber is not easy, right? There's a, there's a transition of, that, of losing one's own life. There's a, there's a life you must refuse to live. You, you refuse that life and you you choose another life. As you're making choice, you're making covenant. 
for the other life you are there you are getting you get sown into where the into the womb you get what i mean that what is that womb that womb is a developmental chamber of the spirit of god to is a way, is a way that they can bring you into another world while you are still in the walking around doing your stuff you can be living in another place in that place you become married to the testimony the living testimony becomes your own you see that you you take your own portion from the blood of the lamb but you are came by the blood of the lamb and by what the word of what of you make make the testimony your own testimony amen just just pray because of time thank you bless your name thank you father thank you lord thank you for the word tonight um let your spirit help us to carry the seed of it What says you bring to our remembrance all that you have said, the Spirit. Cause them to stick and, and to stay in the soil of our hearts. We bring forth fruit in due season. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. <coughs> Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.